Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Ghoul Talk. Ghoul Talk. Nice. Uh, What's up, It's an echo effect. We've added the echo effect. Ghoul Talk. Ghoul Talk. Ghoul Talk. talk. Um, How's it going, friend? Uh, Pretty good, acquaintance. (laughs) Walked right into that one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Um, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Getting... uh, Sort of coming down from the Halloween thrill and sure. trying to trying to get the Thanksgiving chill. chill. No. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we were both there with that oh, terrible yeah. thing. I don't even know what you call that when you start rhyme. I guess terrible rhyme. Um, yeah. Yep. Great. Great. We're off to a strong start. <laughs> strong start. How was your Thanksgiving? This yeah. Coming what? out after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah, right. Uh, it was be cool, good. Be cool. Yeah. <laughs> delicious food. So tasty. Last week. Yeah. Very mm. delicious. <laughs> mm. um, you know, I uh, at work this week. Uh, in my real life, my other job. You know. I R L. One of my coworkers was talking about how you know she asked us. Do you guys have macaroni and cheese at your Thanksgiving? And we were all like, "Yeah, sure, I guess." Like, you know, not I guess always, her parents but... were like, "No, they would not. They didn't want it at Thanksgiving. They didn't want to. It wasn't appropriate. Like it wasn't up traditional or this year. Like ever. Like oh. her husband, who's Southern, like wanted oh. to bring <laughs> macaroni and cheese. And they, I mean, her parents actually sound like really lovely people, and I'm sure they wouldn't like. But that's toss where it they, off the table. Yeah, I right. don't know. That's where they draw the line. Yeah, it's like, you know, we've put up with a lot. But this macaroni and cheese shit is just over the line. Yeah. Now, isn't that interesting? I was a man's like, got to have a code, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All of the things you would take big shit on, like yeah, I mean, macaroni and cheese. It's wow. pretty unhealthy, I guess. But it's also very delicious. Oh, so, it's so good. I mean, well, then they all started like talking homemade. about how many. Mm. Oh, when it's got Please. that like the cheese skin that's kind of broiled on top, who bait? Yeah, uh huh. Look, I mean, then they got into a discussion about carbs and how like bummed out mm. everyone is about how many carbs are at Thanksgiving, and I was just like, eh, have you tried not caring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean they all like them. They're just, uh, you know, have their lives a little more under control or. Than I do. Yeah, I need to start exercising more. Probably, I've really been working my way through the leftover Halloween candy to devastating effect. Yeah. Uh, Well, I gotta tell you, you know, every uh, like gearing up to New Year's, I kind of like to have a backward New Year's goal, which is to gain a hundred pounds. Sure. You know, because I'm kind of like I'm a feminist. I'm not defined by my body. I'm gonna gain a hundred pounds. See what you like. See how you like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then I can say for my New Year's resolution, I'm gonna lose that. I'm gonna lose a hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. 
It's pretty funny anyway when people are really sincere about oh, good their New Year's resolutions. No, I mean just in general. If it's <laughs> oh. like, yeah, you know, I'm going to drink less or I'm going to exercise. Sure. And you just like straight face look at them and say, I'm going to really try to lose that extra 100 pounds I've been carrying. Yeah, I want to get down to a slim 20. Yeah. <laughs> right. And just see how awkward it gets. They now, don't, you know, they don't know how much eagle-eyed listeners can probably tell mm. by the tone of my voice that I'm a I'm a portlier gentleman, uh, <laughs> especially around Halloween. If I wouldn't. And the pie season. Oh boy, I've got a. I don't know about. I got all a that. little friend living under my shirt. <laughs> tell you, it's not. It's not Ooh, great. Tell me. And tell me. Tell me more about him. Uh, he... He's awful. He's just <laughs> always yeah. awful. Uh-huh. Um, man, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, I can't do it as a New Year's thing. It's a New Year's thing. No, New Year's. It's got to, I think I just need, I, I don't gotta know. got to come organically. You yeah. shouldn't just like have it one, like, I know one I'm year. Not you got to lose that. 100 pounds all year. And this is, you yeah. know, this is grade A content that we're yeah. burning through that we <laughs> should have saved for get... a New Year's episode. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> well. Well, why don't we talk about something spooky then? Move right along. Uh, why don't you tell them about the news? Should I start you're, spreading you're... it? Your yeah, spread your nas for news feratu. News feratu <laughs> and notes feratu. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so you guys who are listeners to this podcast may not know, but any of our holdover listeners uh, from Castle Ingus, um will know that we were great fans of The Witch, uh, Robert Eggers' uh, first feature film, which came mm-hmm. out in the. F- February of 2016. Uh, it was mm-hmm. great. Recently rewatched it for Halloween. Really, really good movie. I mean, just that, visually. Oh. God, that period detail. Oh, my you know? God. I know. Uh, and, exquisite. Uh, everything about it. It just looked mm-hmm. beautiful. The It's just so genuinely like spooky and unnerving mm-hmm. without being kind of just over-the-top gore for the sake of gore. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, it's really good. Um and so he is going to remake Nosferatu, which is great. That is like a great thing. And I'm very excited about it. Um, so that's one of the things. Uh, the only other thing is just to revisit. I think we recommended also possibly on the previous podcast um, that we uh, the Exorcist television program starring Gina Davis, who is an American treasure and great. And um, that is getting great reviews. So I still haven't seen it, but, um, you know, you should check it out and uh, binge watch it or something. It's going to get these long nights and short days now. It's a perfect time to cuddle up with some hot cocoa and binge watch an exorcist television show. Am I right, Lindsay? Yeah. No? Have you seen it? You know, as no, as much as I really like spooky stuff, man, I don't think I can do it. Well, but it's got to be pretty tame. It's on network TV. You know. Oh, didn't they do Hannibal on network TV? Oh, I don't know. I want to watch that. But yeah, you know, the ex- Exorcist stuff is the stuff that really gets me. Ah, man. Really gets me hot. No, it Ooh. really gets me scared. <laughs> just, took a, just took a turn. <laughs> on. <laughs> Nailed it. It gets me really scared. Yeah, well, like, I don't know. Very scared. I, well, anyway, you all know that I have very strong feelings about the original Exorcist story. Is it's part of my local, uh, it's part of my cultural landscape from growing up, and uh, mm. it's a big part of my childhood was 
hearing about how it happened just down the street or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to believe, but it was probably just a shitty kid, you know, with some rude yeah. parents. Or a kid that had like, you know, seizures, epilepsy. Their parents yeah. didn't understand. You don't know. This is a great time for I, me to plug yet again. Local uh, Maryland historian. Uh, oh, fuck. What is his name? Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you say what you were going to say, and I'm going to not Google this in the background. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, there's all of that stuff. It's not like I... It's one of those things that I don't actually believe it, because if you confess to believe it, then, like, shit starts coming true. Sure. You know? Um, and having been raised Catholic, though I don't practice anymore. Which, oh yes. I don't know. Who Understood. cares? But um, yes, right. you you know I you know the feeling. You. Yes, yeah. There's you know there's just like a lot of spooky stuff around that religious tradition, and especially with Catholicism because yeah, sure. of like relics and saints and all of those like oh yeah deeply historical strange. Oh, um, That's actually folklore, a great almost. topic for we should we should get into that sometime. Uh, like that's a yeah. cool mm, i like where this is going cool, like we, cool we, spooky early on we talked about doing like topic episodes instead of just yeah. stories and we should we should talk about this uh, off air i guess but i, I gotta <laughs> i gotta i'm gonna make us a little planning no, why thing. don't we start a google doc just talking yeah know, yeah like, here that oh, would get people click, get really click, into click, it click, yeah. Click, click, yeah. Click. yeah uh anyway yeah. the historian's name is mark with a k opsasnik o-p-s-a-s-n-i-c-k uh, the series of serialized articles, it's a five-part thing, really well-researched. Like, this guy is a historian. He did historic newspaper research. He did his homework, and he was the first person to identify the actual location of the house outside of Washington, D.C., and the name of the kid, although he withheld that and used a pseudonym because he's a classic guy. But if yeah. you look at the article and read it, or if you just Google it now that it's been several years since you wrote the article, the name is pretty widely available too. Um, but it's a great read. I mean, it's a really good mm. read. Um, just if you're into history or spooky things or both, um, mm-hmm. which let's be honest, you are. Come on. Yeah. Or even just that movie. Yeah. Right. It's one of the, one of at least, yeah, one of the scarier of those that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But do you want to talk about like the scariest uh story of our modern times yes called the election of 2016 am i right (laughs) not that i want to joke about let's not talk about it i just want everyone to to know and to kind of like understand that we feel you you know yeah yeah we're not thrilled about it either guys no and (laughs) as a as a white person i know the things that i have to do now and i'm gonna do it and it just I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. we all know, right? Ugh. So, good. Hey, and yeah. I have to say, like, oh. it was one of the first times I really, like, was deeply ashamed of Ohio, you know? Yeah, well, and, and you know what? You really, probably should have been really... deeply ashamed of Ohio well before this, but go okay. on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, right. Joking around. Right. Keeping it light. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's deeply, you know, uh, there have been some, like, pretty painful, I mean, relatively articles about like Ohio specifically and its role in this election. And like, they've been interviewing those like white people who voted for Trump. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty shameful. Mm. Even if, even if they are suffering, it's like a lot of people are suffering. You're not the only one. So 
I can feel empathy for you, but I can also think that what you did was a racist act. So anyway, and xenophobic and sexist. But (laughs) all I mean is, you know, this is a real timely podcast. We're like in the moment. And so. Yeah, when you guys hear this, that. you know, six months into, you know, yeah. 2017. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure people will still be feeling oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, probably yeah. more so. Uh, oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> this is a place to get away from the horrifying yeah. reality that we live in for, for a few some minutes. horrifying so, other realities that that's maybe, can't, true. maybe can't actually harm you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ooh, good that's good yeah keep doing that yeah you're like, that's a good that's a good laugh i like it i don't even have to add an effect to that this is great you're saving me Didn't time i tell you like what i used to do in college was record those sound effect tvs like they don't actually record like gunfires or firecrackers or that's just know. you going bang bang bang, just... bang firecracker <laughs> yeah I mean, I didn't do all of them, but I did most of them. And there sure. were people who, you know, did, who had other specialties, animal sounds and stuff. Sure, but it's like just my, people. My wings flapping. Yeah, exactly. You can't it's beat just, that. It's just, you know. I challenge it. You put a bird in front of this microphone right now, you're not going to yeah. get a better wing flapping sound than that. You're just going to hear a bird screaming and, you know, being like, Wah! let me, you know, like, let me go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So They talk? No, no, cool. no. That's me translating uh, for birds. Oh. It's kind of like a Harry Potter thing where he speaks to snakes. I have a bird thing. It's fine. They have parcel tongue for bird. No, I have a full tongue. It's not a partial. Mm -hmm. Not even going to indulge in that. (laughs) (laughs) I like like that you're just shutting these down. (laughs) No, it's good for the listener. It's Uh, fine. No, I thought it was so good. I thought it was you, know, you had to let it breathe for pretend, a minute. Let you know, people, let, let, the, <laughs> let it hit people. Like, mm-hmm. You know, sure. make their own decision. Anyway, yeah, it's a slow burn. Yeah, people needed some time with good. that. It's pretty good. It's anyway, got to go by. That's pretty. That's pretty. Good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Great. Yep. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Lindsay, we've done it again. This has been a great episode. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. Who wants to hear some ghost stories? <laughs> I it. do. I won't. Can't it's like it. I'm trying to be more and more annoying every episode. This is just, <laughs> I gotta die. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, hey, yeah. you know, isn't that, you know, it's it's fun to have like a loosey goosey podcast because there are so many, especially about ghost stories that are so straight laced. And those so are great serious. too. You gotta have a balance, but you it's know, like the I, Joker. I like to think, oh, no, we're... no. What? No, no, no. Please go ahead. I was, Why? I just, thank you. Yeah. You mean a woman can talk? I'm just kidding. Everyone. Uh, uh, sure. Huh? I yeah. said every every once in a while. I mean, sure. Fairness. Fifty uh, percent of the time you can talk, and fifty percent of the time I can talk. Sure. Yeah, we'll just and one hundred percent of the time we can talk over each other. <laughs> it's Skype, yeah, guys. The... It's not because we're terrible people. There's a slight Skype delay. Well, it doesn't it make it sound like we have a really like active back and really forth, quick you know? rapport. Yeah. My girl Friday situation, you know? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it sounds like the listeners yeah hot yeah takes. you know let's um let's crack crack open those uh spooky the spooky brew <laughs> the, what <laughs> get, crack open a spooky brew and let's get uh, it going yeah. oh okay yeah yeah let me uh, uh why don't we play our little mash mm, yeah I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. Ah, I love that song. It's uh, good. 
Yep. It's very good. And you got to love, you know, I really miss Reverend Wakefield. Uh. You know? He really inspired this. Who loves a good ghost story as much as the next fellow? It's appropriate that the last episode of Outlander we would ever review was the one where they had his funeral. That's true. We really mm-hmm. we did okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's kind of Outlander. like the spirit of Reverend Wakefield lives on in Ghoul Talk. It's as he if he's approved. haunting us. Ooh. Indeed. Great. Well, speaking of hauntings, Daniel. <clears throat> Flawless. <laughs> Flawless I'm a ma- master of the segue. What can I say? You know, uh, so I have a real, um, real spooky one mm. from our our mutual friend who is a goddess on Earth. Mm. Um, she's a real live human, but she could be a god. You know, she's just extra special and beautiful, mm. ageless, full of every talent. Anyway, she uh, she and her cool husband live in rural Virginia. And they last year or two years ago, doesn't matter, uh, purchased a historic mill house. Um, it's gorgeous, like stone, uh, I think late 1700s mill house. So it's ah. fucking cool. Yeah. Fucking cool. And she and her husband are super cool. And they. Now, wait uh, a second. Re- is it what? Is it field stone or like, are we talking blocks? You'd really have to ask her. Mm, I will. <laughs> But it, you know, this isn't an architectural podcast. Sorry, it's about the souls that live inside. But yeah, she and her husband restored the house by themselves, so they're like pretty intimately familiar with the space, and um, you know, really love it. But now, was it a she... restoration or a rehabilitation? I'm just, uh, oh god, oh I'm so god. sorry. This isn't that kind of well, show. It, you so know sorry. what? It was. You know what, Daniel? You know, I am familiar with the four treatments. Thank no. you very much. <laughs> and it was a partial Everyone's restoration. Partial rehabilitation. <laughs> nice. So let's just stick to the point. All right. Uh, all right. Which just is check. Which is ghosts. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> we can have a special <laughs> mini-sode where, you know, she describes the entire yeah. rehabilitation, restoration. I want to know what kind to, of stuff to was your, in-kind replacement. Yeah. yeah to your. Um, Everyone is doing this. Right yeah. <laughs> to your satisfaction. She could, you know, list all of the details. Uh, anyway. Talking shop. Mm, so she was home alone one night. She sent me this, and I, I think it's perfect as is, so I'm going to read this first part. But she's home alone at night um, washing dishes. She says, I was standing at the sink in our kitchen and was clearly tapped on the shoulder, two very deliberate taps. It froze and turned around very slowly, but I was the only person in the room, the only person home. We've had other bizarre things happen at the house, but they were more explainable than that one. And she goes on to say that I've heard stories about other ghosts in the house. For instance, a woman who sits in a chair, but I haven't seen her. So much must have happened here. Births, deaths, etc. We're 99% certain that there is a cemetery on the property. A previous owner who didn't know about the tombstones buried there used to tell her grandchildren that the area of the yard was fairyland and there were good fairies and spirits there. She sensed it, I guess. I'm not sure who tapped me on the shoulder, but I'm pretty sure they're happy that I'm saving their house. Well, I hope so. That would be terrifying if they were unhappy. <laughs> so Yeah, I should check back and see how fingers they crossed. are now. <laughs> yeah. I feel, you know what? I think she's doing okay, so I'm pretty sure... 
they're okay too. But that fairyland, man, pretty spooky. Yeah, I don't care for that. Can you imagine unearthing a cemetery you didn't know was there? Oh, I can imagine it, and I think about that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now that I have, like, a backyard, I... I mean, for me, it's just sort of archaeological curiosity, but I'm always like, oh, we should go back there and dig some test pits, see what we find. Because I think it was all part of a big farm at one point. Like, this was all part of, actually, Christian Heyrich's farm, the notable Washington brewer, um, German immigrant. Um, Uh Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it's interesting. I don't know. There's probably nothing there, but it always, I just, I don't know. You know what you should do. Uh, buy one of those expensive radar machines so that I yeah. don't have to disturb just, the archaeological evidence, but I can, yeah. you know, learn from it still while preserving it underground. I was just saying, you should get a metal detector. You yeah. know, you can get them, like, off of Amazon. Yeah, it's not really the same, though. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay. Then I won't know what it is. It'll drive me crazy, and then I'll dig it up, which is bad archaeology. But maybe it's a buried treasure well, of, that like... Would be nice. Of like non-historic gold coins, like you know what I mean? Big metal. It's just a bunch of Sacagaweas under there, and oh, you're about yeah. to be rich. Yeah, just regular old money. Maybe some of those <laughs> yeah. uh, Kennedy half dollars. I got one of those sure. the other day. Yep, from... it'll be silver and gold. Yeah, oh, oh, a little Pretty Christmas. Uh, was that a little Christmas hint? A little. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, from that. Uh, what is that from? Frosty or Rudolph? Where they sing that song, "Silver and Gold." Oh yeah, it's uh, Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Burl Ives. Burl Ives has a yeah. lot of really, really good tunes. Yeah. I don't care for the song, but it, uh, you know, it's a okay. reference, so okay. I made it. Wow. Okay. Sure. I just want to distance you know, myself I, from that. I used to have a friend who thought it was really cool to keep two dollar bills in print. Ugh. So when he would get cash out from the bank, he would ask for two dollar bills. Well, you know they they're they're <clears throat> actively making those. Yeah, I know. There's no shortage liked... of them, but people think no, that they're very was... rare. Right. Well, he liked to support the production, and that's why he would do that. And uh, I was like, great, good for you. That's they just, they like whatever. basically crank them out for Thomas Jefferson's Monticello. Like, they like, yeah. in all seriousness, <laughs> yeah. they, they, the treasury just like sends them there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. People really like him. I guess. Yeah. The likeness of him on that $2 bill, it, it, it's like cartoonish. I, I don't understand. Well, aren't they all? I mean, well, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. There's just something about the Jefferson likeness that I feel mm. is very inaccurate based on all of the mm. por- portraits that were painted of him, like contemporarily by skilled artists who, you know, mm. like, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about this in the middle of this <laughs> podcast. But, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson is probably a ghost somewhere, and I think that's why probably you're talking I bet. about it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I bet. You know what? If we have anybody on the horn here who ever worked at Monticello, Ooh. I would. <laughs> oh, I'd love man. to hear those spooky stories. As Yikes. an aside, you know, mm. I work with a bunch of people that work at the Octagon or that used to work at the I Octagon. I know. Well, um, let's try to do an Octagon app. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, I found out recently that um, uh, these two public radio people from DC that I know uh, like spent the night there. I don't know them, but like I know of their work Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. like a couple of years back and I had never heard about this and it was on. So I re-listened to that this year. I think I sent it to you maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was awesome. And I'm like, oh my God, like, can we spend the night at the Octagon? That would be the coolest thing, like just with recorders and stuff. And like, 
Oh, oh God. Gosh. We go full like ghost hunter mode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are we ready to cross that bridge? I of guess course. I would. If I was allowed to stay there. I Buy would. some miscellaneous electronic say. equipment that <laughs> does see something. see short circuits. Know? Sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Um, yeah. Get one, I, you know what I want are those uh, the metal sticks with the like, they're kind of L-shaped. Oh, sure. And then sure. They, yeah. To see what they, I like those. Yeah. Can't you find water with those too? Or does that have to be a wooden stick that's Y-shaped? You know, no clue. Huh. Great question. Maybe one of our listeners would submit an answer at cooltalkpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. You can also submit your Great stories plot. there. We have received a few. Um, oh, my God. A few installments, we and we really, really appreciate it because These we love people, to diversify, hear different voices. They are Pretty doing cool. the Lord's Ooh. work, mm-hmm. you know, sending us if there voice was a Lord, memos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the Lord of ghosts, the Lord, yeah, the the Lord of Lord. demons. No. The no? ghost lord. Ghost lord. Mm-hmm. Lord. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but thank you guys. And yeah, really we got some of those we have kind of, We got a little bit of a backlog. It's pretty tight. Oh, my God. So Such a backlog. It's like it feels so good. Um, but, yeah, do we uh, We want to share one of those, Rich, now? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. without further ado, I don't know if this person wants us to use her name. Let's so not. I won't. Let's not do that. <laughs> but we will say, dear friend and a great supporter, and thank you so much. And this is an awesome um, family exchange. You know, we're trying to like build love and families. You know, give you an opportunity to find out about how many people in your family are haunted. Yes. And so this gave her a really good opportunity to talk to her stepmother about this. So she got a a pretty good. Uh, Pretty good spooky couple tales here. First hand experiences. Yeah. So mm. here goes. So thanks thanks for sending it in. Yeah. Alright, let's just try this. Okay, so here's the story. This is nothing personally to do to me with me. When I was a kid and I lived in Japan and we lived on Kamisea, the place where my dad worked was called the tunnel. And it was an underground kind of a bunker left over from directly after the Second World War. And my dad did classified decoding. And there was a fire in there in the like late 40s, early 50s. And unfortunately, a lot of people died because there was all this classified information. And so instead of letting people just evacuate the building, which they actually locked them in until all the classified. This is it's all true. Until um, they locked the classified, till they destroyed the classified information because the firefighters couldn't come in with all this. This is back before computers. Now they just turn the computer off. But so at that base where I lived were tons of stories about people seeing the ghosts of people who had died in that fire. The most compelling one was a young Marine. So there were Marines that had to keep guard. Like, to go in there, you had to go past several different security checkpoints, and you had to have the right security clearance. You had the right color badge to go farther and farther in. And they had to patrol the outside, because even though it was Japan, we were pretty close to, like, China and Soviet Union. And so there's... There was a young Marine who was on patrol 
and he saw a person on fire begging him for help. And that Marine was so traumatized by that experience, he actually ended up having getting a discharge from the Marines. So it's like before I ever encountered any ghosts, I believed there were ghosts because I don't believe Marines would just fall victim to some like crazy superstition. I mean, they might, but they wouldn't truthfully believe that they had seen a person on fire. And it, it wasn't like the only story, but that was when I decided, yeah, that I believed, and that's the truth. And why don't you talk about George? Let me tell you again. Yeah, tell me so, again about George. So George was in our house after my father died, and after my friend Tommy died, we had George in our houses, my mother and me and my sister. And he was there, and he would open and close doors, or just weird noises. And you would, I, I definitely knew I walked through him once, but I never, ever saw him. The only thing that I ever had from George specifically was, we were all in the other room watching TV, and my mom had all these, like, little wicker baskets on the wall. I think it was kind of a trend in the 70s. But that was in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. And they came flying off the wall. We heard noise, and we went to the kitchen to see what it was, and they were coming off the wall. No one could see me. Coming off the walls. And that was kind of freaky. And then later, when I had a child, a young child, and he and I were sleeping in my bed together. He was probably around two. And in the mo- we slept in the same bed, and in the morning when he woke up, he asked me what happened to the man. And I said, what man? And he said, that man that was in the room looking at us. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, there was a man looking at us. So I've always believed that my son saw the ghost that we Does all... he remember this? I mean, he, was he too young? He I, I, I don't know if he remembers or not, because, you know. But I think he probably still believes in ghosts. You should ask him. I will. Ah, such a great cliffhanger ending. Yeah, um, can't wait to hear more about this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. That is like a tight. That's probably the the juiciest couple of minutes of content that we've had in in a while. Mm-hmm. Mostly because we didn't talk through it. So kudos to us for having self control. Yeah, maybe maybe we're onto something with that. <laughs> <laughs> just letting the stories live and breathe. <clears throat> Uh, well, breathe anyway. Choked on my own laughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. that was pretty good. Pretty good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. George. Eh? Yeah, thanks thing very much. Kid, if you, anyone is, else, that is my nightmare. Share. It was like what? That is my nightmare. <laughs> like, cut out. Wait, oh, yeah. Like waking up to a kid being like, "Where'd that man go?" Yep. Like nope. <laughs> yeah, like nope. You didn't see shit. You're a kid. Well, yeah, maybe you talking. did. Yeah, your sixth sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, no, that was fantastic. Thank you again for sending it in. If anybody else has stories they want to share. Whoever you are. Either, either just in an email or if you want to send a voice memo so that your voice can be heard. Yeah. It to GoldTalkPod at Gmail. And we have a Twitter account at GoldTalkPod. It's pretty GTP. sweet. No, We're growing it. We're growing it, you know. I'm pretty clueless on how to use Twitter, but it's yep. fun. Yeah. Growing it. Showing Growing it. it. Showing it. <laughs> Growing and showing. Can you what imagine? What does that mean? 
I, I've well, it never. Means it's already, it, it means it's already a big dick, and then oh. it grows when it gets hard, so it's even bigger. So you're either you have a tiny dick that grows when it gets hard, or it's just yeah. big all the time, and that's yeah. a, that's what a shower is. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm saying sort of makes podcast, sense. I'm saying our ghoul talk is a grower and a shower. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's huge, and then it just gets bigger when you yeah. listen to yeah. it. It gets I, bigger. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. having a hard time following. Yeah. This. I mean, do you want me to draw you a picture? <laughs> Please do. You know, we could make a gif. And Real then veiny. Then you'll get an idea. Real mm-hmm. veiny. Yeah. As, as you like, you know? Yeah, as our I, listeners like, I mean. I'm yeah. really glad we organically got to that because I've never mm. understood that expression, which is well, embarrassing. You know, <laughs> I'm really glad you told everybody, though. It's good. Whatever, man. I don't care. I yeah. didn't. I'm. Oh, hey, everybody! I don't understand a dumb expression. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Man. Look, I wasn't trying to shame you. I just thought it was funny. Whatever. Things man. you guys—they're really gonna get to know us. Oh I'm yeah. I'm sure oh. they're thrilled about yeah, it. Yeah, they're real happy about it. It's uh, cool. Well, let's just uh, go ahead and wrap that right up then. Yeah. Um. Until next time. Bon chance. Uh. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> All right. Catch you guys later.